Hello and welcome to the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. I'm not Tim Cameron Kitchen. My name's Dale Davies and I'm the head of Digital Strategy Exposure Ninja. This week I'm stepping in for Tim alongside our head of sales, Ali Newton, to talk about sales managers and how they can help their sales team through this particularly difficult period. At the moment we're going through a global pandemic. A lot of businesses having to change the way their business works because of lockdowns in their country. Uh, so for a lot of companies, leads drying up, sales are drying up. It's a very difficult time. And Ali and I are trying to help business owners or sales managers to basically reposition themselves, help their sales team through this period. Tim is currently putting together some remote work training uh, for businesses um, and doing some remote work consultations to help businesses transition to remote. We've been remote agency since 2012. Um, We have 100 ninjas spread around the world, so we know exactly what it's like to be remote and we understand exactly what it takes to be an efficient remote agency. We're offering free remote working consultations at the moment. If you would like one for your business, you can go to explosioninja.com forward slash remote leave us your details and where we can uh, we'll call you back and uh, speak to you about how your business can transition to remote work painlessly we're also still offering our free marketing review so if you would like a free review of your website or your marketing you can go to explosioninja.com forward slash review uh, leave your details and we'll do a video recording of your uh, website we'll outline exactly what we think you can do to improve your traffic or your uh, lead generation or your website sales um, send that through to you with an action plan and you can either decide to work through that for yourself or uh, speak to us and we can try and help you through each part of that. So again, it's myself and Ali, our head of sales, doing this podcast this week. Uh, We're speaking directly to business owners and sales managers about how they can help their sales team or help their own sales um, through this difficult period. We'll talk about maybe repositioning that um, businesses have to do or the change in the sales dialogue that uh, you need to go through in a sales position. Basically not going in more bubbly, you need to change that entirely and work in the the conditions that we are Uh, so really hope you enjoy the podcast if you do please go to itunes and leave us a a nice rating there Um, if you do listen to podcasts and other platforms please leave us a rating there as well if you're watching this podcast on youtube then smash that like button uh hit subscribe as well if you're not subscribed to exposure ninja's youtube channel and if you'd like to see more of myself or more of ali in future podcasts or maybe no tim at all maybe we'll just take over uh leave us a comment in the comments and uh let us know you want to see us back and yeah maybe you will uh, so hope you enjoyed the podcast and maybe you'll see ourselves or tim again soon Hi, Ali. How are you doing? Hi, Dale. I'm good. Thank you. Well, this week we're going to be talking about how we can help um, sales managers to help their team. We're going through a period of a lot of crisis, obviously, um, a lot of uh, things that people are trying to juggle between um, incoming leads and current clients. But I wondered what a sales manager like yourself, the sales manager Exposure Ninja, what you could do to help reduce this strain on the team where you have you know, uh, leads may be disappearing. There's a lot of strain on them, a lot of stress. What can we do to help uh, um, a sales employee? Yeah, I think there's a there's a lot going on at the moment. It's a pretty crazy time for everyone. Mm. And yeah, not least for, for sales teams who are trying to kind of carry on and, and still secure those sales. So I guess the first thing is to really support the team's mental health and kind of their mindset. Um, It's very easy for 
a salesperson, I think, to begin to feel as though the world is against them, it's impossible to make a sale, they're never going to make a sale again, and everyone's saying no, and that you can just really get stuck into a bit of a, a rut, and that kind of self-fulfills mm. um, and, and, and continues on that way. So trying to help them see the angle where they can use their knowledge and their skills to help the types of clients or customers that they're looking to attract I think that's so important at the moment and just making sure that they are approaching customers in a way that is sensitive and empathetic. Mm. It's the, you know, their usual patter of, uh, hey, how's it going today? It's probably not not going to work. Um, yeah. <laughs> make people feel instantly quite quite closed off because that's really not, not where their minds are at right now. Mm-hmm. So it's a kind of a, a balance between helping this your, your team see where other people are at and be empathetic to that but also see the path for how they're going to help support those clients and be able to still kind of give them what they need at the moment which is a bit of security and and mm-hmm. some support so I guess that's that's one one big part of it and, and making sure that the situation is recognized but it's not allowed to take over uh, the, the whole conversation and I guess that kind of leads into the next bit, which is just really supporting their mental health and making sure that they're dealing with the situation okay as well. Mm. I mean, for us, um, as you know, it, it's kind of a bit different because we work remotely anyway. So we're, we're quite used to working from home. But I guess for a lot of teams, this is a, a huge, huge change. Mm. Uh, and perhaps some businesses maybe don't have the infrastructure just yet to be able to support them in the same kind of ways they might have done in the office. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you're, you know, if you're in the office, you can you can see someone looks a bit stressed or a bit worried, yeah. and you can go over and ask them about it and and make sure they're doing okay. As a as a remote manager, how can you? How can you check to see how um, the the strain or the stress is is playing into, in our case, a sales ninja or a marketing consultant? How how it's playing into their day to day? What what can you do to check on them? Yeah, so it is a bit more difficult in that you're not kind of just around and able to see them over the other side of the room and and see that their maybe a body um, is mm. responding a bit differently and they're a bit bit worried. Um, but if you've got some good processes in place, then that's really going to help you out. So um, in our teams, we use a lot of standing one-to-ones. So they're at the same time every week, they know that they've got that support there. We let them know that they've got um, like an open door policy, proverbial door, um, <laughs> and that you know they, they can book in at any time. But it's also just kind of ad hoc check-ins, really, just... Um, just messaging asking how maybe they're getting on with having their kid at home now that they're not at school at the moment Mm. and just checking on those things and and offering support wherever possible yeah I uh, as you know I have a newborn at home and uh, it's it's quite uh, stressful uh, most of the time we're trying to work and and, you know having a baby around I can imagine a lot of parents who are currently having to deal with a lot of the strain of the regular kind of job as well as trying to manage the the at home work as well the work of maintaining a family and trying to keep um, kids busy uh, especially when you know you would normally not see them from nine to five this must be incredible strain so yeah those kind of check-ins remotely are, are everything 
um, you know, the conversations you have on Slack, especially for us, we use we use Slack internally. Those conversations shouldn't always orientate around business discussion, like you know how how are things going in terms of leads, how are things going in terms of the calls, how how have uh, um, prospects been replying to you. It's also like oh how how is it how's it going? You know how, how are your kids? How how are are you getting off away from the screen enough? Are you you know it's not it shouldn't ever just be like like in the workplace it should never really just be oh how are you doing with your sales targets and that's the only conversation i have with you yeah absolutely exactly as you say i mean you you wouldn't do that if you bumped into them in the kitchen probably or <laughs> yeah. you know if you're both walking out to a sandwich van to get a sandwich or whatever you're <laughs> not just going to start grilling them um and yeah it should really replicate the same thing yeah, absolutely. I think you you have to go out of your way to like force yourself into that habit because you maybe the only kind of communication you have with someone through your computer, even in a work work um, space, in an office space, maybe through email. So you're just getting to the point about the thing that you're all working together on. Um, whereas with with online communication, when you're in a virtual uh, capacity, it, it, you have to kind of force yourself and change your mindset of ask how someone's doing because it's just so instinctive to just be like yeah just work just work just work um so you said before about like changing uh, introductions um so when your marketing consultants or sales ninjas uh, are speaking with clients how have you collectively worked together to change that dialogue uh, have you you said you've done stand-ups have you done like collective team uh, work um i don't know workshops or what, what have you done yeah, we've done a, a couple of workshops and just spent a few minutes just thinking about where people's heads are at right now. Mm. Um, and that's easy because we're there as well. So it's easy for us to, yeah. to be able to do that. But it's just um, kind of recognizing that and then making sure that you actually apply it. Um, I think particularly with sales but in any role that you have ever you get very used to saying the same kinds of things you know you pick up the phone good afternoon it's explosion ninja Ali speaking how can I help and it's the same kind of thing that you will say yeah. every day and it's the same patterns that you fall into in a, in a sales team and actually we need to challenge those patterns at the moment and make sure that they are fitting and appropriate so even mm. just having that kind of really open conversation and asking your team to think about it themselves and for them to present their own ideas rather than just being told um mm. that's that's really important which are some of the ideas that have come out if without giving too much away i guess <laughs> <laughs> um just very basic things like quite often we would really focus in on uh helping your business grow because that's what we're all about and that's what we do mm. But quite a lot of businesses right now are thinking perhaps a little bit more about how they can protect what they already have and about how they're going to future-proof their business for when the market kind of starts to pick back up and, and people go outside again. Mm. Um, so it's just making sure that we, we're kind of adapting our language a little bit and not not sort of falling into the trap of being um, overexcited about growth when actually mm. what we're focusing on is maybe a little bit different. Sure. I guess I should ask, uh, how how are you dealing with that conversation about what's going on right now? I mean, without saying some of the words exactly, but we, if you listen to this now, we're in the middle of a, a global crisis, a global uh, recession, I suppose, uh, where a lot of countries are, are locked down um, because of a, a, a global pandemic. Um, but 
you know, when you're on the phone with people may not necessarily want to speak about that because a lot of people are, you know, trying to escape it or perhaps, you know, know, they just don't, it's the last thing they want to talk about, especially when it's influencing so much about how much is changing about their business. Again, it could be a a reduction in traffic, reduction in leads. How are you approaching that particular subject uh, in sales conversations? Are you deciding to talk about it or, or, try not to mention it at all oh absolutely i mean there are there are kind of two parts to it so the the first part i'd say is that it's actually the first thing people talk about when when they answer their call um you know it's is the first thing that is top of their minds because it's just totally changed their world so they're Mm. quite happy to talk about it and usually there's a, a sort of an exchange at the beginning of the conversation where each person kind of checks the other person's okay and that everyone's safe and healthy and and it's sort of a um it it kind of brings people together in a way uh, Mm. because we're all in it uh all in it together and then I guess as the conversation progresses there's sort of a an elephant in the room that's been so then we can really focus on addressing it in a very business manner where we're looking at exactly how we can help that business adapt and change and 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 look towards the future so it shifts from being quite an emotional kind of part of the conversation to being a very factual one. Mm. You mentioned there about discussing change and, and yes, we have to change our mindset. Um, uh, when we're speaking about the, the future of a company and their growth, I, again, are you having to talk about growth differently or are you having to say, uh, uh, maybe not talk about, but again, I imagine a lot of sales conversations are about, okay, what are your forecasts for this year? How many leads are you trying to earn? How many, how much revenue are you trying to generate? Are you having to speak about that differently? And not, I, I imagine a lot of the companies don't know necessarily how much growth they're going to have anymore. You know, um, budgets are out the window, forecasts are out the window. How do you, as a, as a sales consultant, as a marketing consultant, when your pitch is normally, I can help you reach X, what, what can um, sales managers or sales um, team members, what can they do instead of talking about, right, we'll, we'll help you reach X or what have you? Yeah, so we're, I mean, we're super consultative. Um, that's kind of our, our main focus, really. Obviously, we, we are looking to help people join our company, but really our focus is very consultative. So we always kind of start from a point where we're looking at someone's goals and, and what they're looking at. And what we're seeing is goals are shifting from, you know, I want to 10x, I want to 5x, to I want to protect what I've got and retain mm. as much as I can of what I've got. And if I can increase my market share by investing right now, then that's fantastic. But that's, you know, all bonus stuff. So we put that at the center of the conversation and that frames the way that we deal with it, really. That's mm. kind of how we progress. Have you, in these, the, it's been maybe two weeks since the UK went into lockdown, I think. Um, have you seen a change in the types of companies who are looking for marketing? Have you seen a, a decrease in areas or have you seen industries that perhaps may not have come looking for marketing before? Absolutely. Um, so there are definitely some industries that are really um, looking to to begin investing and perhaps wishing that they had done before, hmm. um, particularly people like personal for example, who maybe always thought that they would eventually do some online training and now everyone's at home the search volumes for it are just through the roof Mm. Um, and people 
you know, really looking for it. So we're getting, yeah, a lot of personal trainers and um, that's in kind of different sections as well. So like mixed martial arts and, and coming from sort of various different sections of, of fitness and training. Um, and then we've also seen some increases in accountancy firms, which I think is something you were talking about in search volumes the other day as well, actually. Uh, yeah, so it's interesting that um, the search volumes I would have expected uh, from some of the conversations that we've had around uh, an increase in leads. Uh, we've had an increase in leads from accountants, so, and that seems to be the same uh, for financial advisors as well. People are looking for financial advice and security right now mm-hmm. with uh, so many dips in stock markets and what have you. Um, but yeah, the actual search volumes I saw for accountancy just the other day were actually the opposite. It was very strange. Uh, they were actually down uh, for accountancy. Uh, financial advisor was going up a bit more. Um, but yeah, the leads actually for those uh, accountancy websites, especially those that we help, uh, we have um, as clients, they seem to be going up. So it's really interesting. I think people are calling up um, maybe... Uh, accountants that they had bookmarked previously or they took down the details of based on marketing that happened six months ago or at the last close of the tax year or something like that which for me just kind of reinforces the point of marketing is like a long-term thing for some businesses it may be an overnight okay same day purchase bam that's it you know from arriving on your site to making a purchase but for some businesses you never know it could be a six um a six-month uh, lead time, or it may be that some there's something drastic happens to someone, or an entire country, or an entire world where okay, I remember that person I saw the marketing of when I was doing some Google searching a few months ago. I'll go, I've got their number saved. I'll just give them a call, and that's how how you know some businesses are thriving, even if the search volumes aren't necessarily going up. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's a great point. I think we're also seeing a lot of increase in um, kind of educational toys and like the education sector because people are just crying out for that kind of extra support at the moment. Yeah, as as we were discussing uh, earlier, um, parents are having to be teachers and employees or or business owners all at the same time. Uh, It's incredibly difficult to do. (laughs) There's no two ways about it. Uh, So any support that um, a parent can find is is crucial especially with a lot of schools weren't prepared to do any form of online uh support online classes or anything like that even with the the support that google Classroom has tried to to give it, it's a it's a massive change and overnight so yeah there are some educational websites and we have some educational clients uh, at the moment who are doing really quite well because of this and just goes to show that yeah if you do your marketing in the good times, then hopefully through the bad times, your marketing will continue to, to support you. So obviously not the case for every industry, but um, yeah, that actually leads on to another point of if um, maybe your industry is not particularly doing that well right now, but perhaps there's another way that you could kind of pivot and do something else. Like we had a client who was doing a form of, um, of cleaning, it was like pest control and, and things like that, who then pivoted to do some COVID, well, I can't really say the word <laughs> because mm. it's banned from uh, some of the platforms we're going to put this uh, podcast on, um, but uh, for this virus. Um, and they, they were doing deep cleaning for, for households, and I think offices as well. And that, that was a, a, a good revenue stream for them um, when their regular kind of revenue stream was going to change. Um, so 
Before we move on to the next section, I just want to remind everyone that if you want a free marketing uh, review of your website, um, we do offer a free marketing review, which you can get at ExposureNinja.com slash review. From there, one of Ali's team, uh, one of the fantastic marketing consultants we have there, will have a look through your website, record a video your website has. We'll send that through to you in just a few days' time because we do have a, a high volume of people coming through to the website at the moment. Um, but yeah, ExposureNinja.com slash review and request your free review. Okay, so um, and I want to talk about how um, sales teams or sales managers and um, marketing consultants, how they can help businesses who feel the strain. So it doesn't matter if they're uh, B2C or B2B, what are the kinds of things that uh, an effective sales team could do to help businesses who are feeling that strain of where have my leads gone? Where's my traffic gone? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is a massive one right now. And and you mentioned a, a good one just a minute ago, actually, about that cleaning business, for example. There's definitely um, a little bit of trying to see how a business might want to adapt a little bit. It doesn't necessarily need to be kind of a whole new thing, but just seeing whether there's an opportunity to perhaps change the offering slightly to be able to support a community or, or be able to make the product more relevant. Um, we've seen a few examples of that, so your cleaning business that you mentioned, but we've also seen um, like fitness food companies where they're making fresh food uh, that they normally like send out. That's now even more important because, of course, people want healthy food, but also the delivery element is so important right now as well. So just looking at the way the business is kind of positioned can make a really big difference. And that then potentially feeds into the way the website's set up, the marketing that's being done. It's all got to be made cohesive so that you can really support the business overall. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, the ability to change uh, is is really important for stability during this time. Uh, like you said, that there's, there are some um, companies who have been able to uh, change and offer like home delivery and things like our virtual classes. Um, I've seen a couple of um, industries that really thrived from from the changes in habits as well. Like um, home improvement websites seem to have been doing really well because people are seeing in the household and going, oh, there's that uh, thing I've been meaning to do for absolutely ages. I might as well do it now. I've got the spare time on my hands. Um, uh, also, the things like, like you said before, like fitness, people are basically trying to keep fit whilst they're at home like my gym closed fairly early on uh, i haven't been going for months but that's not the point um <laughs> but people are like right i'm gonna buy dumbbells or uh kettlebells or like um i think even tim he has uh bought a running machine for the home because uh, him and his wife are quite gym enthusiastic uh so yeah a lot of like fitness e-commerce uh stores have done really quite well out of this i know cycling shops are doing really really well right now um but yeah where businesses are able to switch to mail order has been doing really well too so um for example there's a, a coffee company i know if coffee um who uh, i normally buy from They'd be doing great business during this period because people are like, right, I can't go to Starbucks, so I'll just bring good coffee to me instead. Not that I'm saying Starbucks is the best quality coffee, but <laughs> I want to I want to make my own cappuccino instead. I'll do it at home and I'll order from Rave. Um, alcohol stores also doing great. Uh, <laughs> people are quite happy to kind of just you know 
switch back to their vices a bit more and just kind of take the edge off some of this period, which I fully understand. And I, you know, in the corner over there is a, a two f- 20 can cases of Brewdog. Uh, so I know, <laughs> I know completely what, uh, what that feels like. Um, but yeah, the ability to reposition is really important, but I guess that comes to like a tone of voice as well. You have to change your tone of voice entirely. Are you seeing that from uh, the businesses that you're speaking to, or is that something you're suggesting to them? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it really depends on the industry. Some industries can kind of carry on as they were, but there definitely are a lot of them that are maybe having to just change the way they're looking at things slightly. Um, so one example is is that um, that food business we were talking about a minute ago who's making health food and packaging it up. It's not really changing the product. It's not really even changing um, anything kind of central to the business but the kind of messaging that they're wanting to send out now through their social media for example is a lot more focused on supporting their community helping people who are isolating being able to get that food to people rather than the um, you know lose weight kind of angle Mm. which is still relevant for some of their audience but actually there's kind of a bigger angle that they can serve their audience with at the moment Mm. So another kind of area of stress right now, of course, is businesses and their marketing budgets. They have to think, okay, maybe I have to pull back on my budget a bit because, you know, leads drying up, traffic is drying up. And and some companies, marketing managers, understandably, are going to cut the PPC budget or something like that. What, uh, um, you know, people are changing their habits entirely. They're not commu- commuting to work and spending, you know, X amount of time on, on the tube watching YouTube uh, and seeing ads and stuff. So I imagine that businesses are going to have to change the way that they communicate with their prospects and their customers. So I don't know if that's something you're already starting to recommend for the companies we do our reviews for. Yeah, absolutely. So it really depends on the industry again. Um, some industries actually you're seeing loads of people are on their Facebook feed, loads of people are on their Instagram they're at home all day, not sure what else to do with themselves. So for some stuff, if you've got kind of some kind of interruption in the um, social media feed, then for some stuff, it's really good. Uh, for other kind of businesses, so maybe they supply the events industry, for example, mm. then things are going to be looking a bit different right now, and perhaps a little uncertain. But there are still things you can do to kind of help sort of future proof your business. So you might move the majority of your spend away from PPC because the volume's not there and the clicks maybe don't have that much intent behind them because they're not looking to purchase right now. Mm-hmm. And instead you move that into content marketing and SEO so that you're building up links and SEO and, and your keywords work now so that in the future you can actually begin to kind of reap that reward and, and build on it further as the search volume does return. Mm. another angle people are using working on the conversion rate of a website just because um you don't want any of your traffic escaping without converting so making sure you're getting the most possible out of what you've already got is really important and this is also a really fantastic time to be able to focus some energy onto making your website what it should be while you've got a little bit of time to be able to focus on it so that's another big one that people are really looking at right now yeah completely understand i mean we look at a lot of websites we have a lot of clients and sometimes you can see you know you've seen yourself uh, just tweaking the conversion rate by just a few percentage can just completely 
change a, a business's outlook uh you know in terms of lead generation and revenue at the end of the day revenue can increase massively by just doubling the conversion rate so yeah i i know it's not easy at this time to when you are repositioning your marketing budget and you're speaking to your marketing team okay well obviously you can't do that as much but maybe that person can then take on cro as their responsibility or you know if you have one person handling all your marketing they ditch that in favor of something else i i agree with you that cro is a, a massive one but also yeah it's, it's great if you can afford to right now to just keep mm-hmm. going with your marketing because you know, Google's not paused their ranking algorithm just because there's a, a, a pandemic right now. Some of your business, some of your competitors might pause their marketing and you can continue to make those improvements and, and either catch up with the pack or move way out in front of them. So yeah, it, it, you have to manage your, obviously your budget and your team accordingly, but if you can continue to do it, like businesses did during the, the recession in 2008, yeah, some businesses will come out the other side much, much stronger. So I, I completely agree there. Um, we've actually done some repositioning. I say repositioning. It's not repositioning exactly uh, because this is actually a service that we were going to build out. I say service, but some courses we were going to build out later this year and just kind of accelerated that to the front of the queue. Um, we, we've done um, a project where you were pretty much the, the brain behind and done a lot of the work with. Um, with Tim and some of the other senior managers in our leadership. Um, and it's called Remote Working Revolution. Um, maybe you want to tell us a little bit about what that is? Yeah, so Remote Working Revolution is all based on being able to help people. So we work remotely and have done for over eight years now, I think. Yeah, just um, over eight years, I think. Yeah, so it's it's been a while. Um, and team of, you know, over 100. So we've We've had a chance to learn our lessons the hard way um, and we've learned how to make a business not just kind of function and bumble along, but actually, you know, really thrive um, using all this remote setup. So a way that we can really help businesses by helping them be able to do that as well. Um, we were planning to do it kind of later in the year anyway, but now it's more important than ever so we accelerated our work on that to be able to to offer that support so it's um training but also consultancy as well mm. yeah in fact it's the reason that it's the two of us today on this podcast um tim uh, has pretty much dropped everything because of the urgent need for a lot of not only our clients but people we've you know uh, business owners who we've yet to meet who uh are not finding it immediately easy to adjust to remote work lifestyle when everything is just dropped on you out of nowhere um you know for a lot of businesses that are remote first or mostly remote they've had a long time to build up to that and like ourselves um we've we've you know stumbled along the way sometimes and sometimes it's been you know plain sailing but we've you know made our mistakes and we've learned from them a lot of businesses don't have the time to learn <laughs> to learn from our from sorry from their own mistakes because it can jeopardize traffic, leads, sales, at the end of the day, revenue. So, yeah, uh, if if you are currently transitioning to remote work or uh, and you feel like you need an extra helping hand, uh, we do have some free consultations on remote working at the moment. Uh, if you'd like, there are very limited spaces because we already put this out um, via email just a couple of days ago and. Uh, it's been really helpful for some business so far but if you'd like to uh, join that and and uh, request a, a remote working consultation you can go to exposureninja.com slash remote and just leave us a couple of uh, details by yourself somebody should get back to you and we'll see what we can do to help you through uh, 
adjusting to remote working. Okay, so um, we're helping our sales team. We're helping them as best we can with uh, the way that they they speak to their current sales leads or new prospects. And um, where we can, we're helping uh, businesses to um, change to this uh, crisis and adapt to reposition themselves, pivot. But also, the sales manager is under a lot of strain. You know, it, it for most businesses, it, without the sales team, there, there is no business. Um, pretty much 100% of all businesses without the sales team, no business. So, when you do have all that strain on top of you, it must be you know quite a lot. It must be a point where you you can't really switch off because you, you're thinking about right, have I helped the team enough, or how are we doing in terms of being on track with our goals and, and what have you. So. As a sales manager yourself, you're, you're heading up the, the sales team Explosion Ninja. Have you got any advice for how sales managers could be supporting themselves as well? Yeah, I guess um, a big one is probably not to be too hard on yourself or your team. Uh, the situation is what it is, and you've got to kind of take that in a very practical way, understand what it looks like, not be kind of afraid of it or shy away from it, and then continue to push on. I think that the absolute worst thing you can do is pretend that it's not happening. Mm. Um, and that's for yourself, for uh, your your managers, and also for your team. Your team will just feel so unsupported if you're just pretending that this is going to have no effect on them and it's, it's all going to carry on and be uh, rainbows and unicorns. <laughs> so it's just kind of staying really realistic about it um, and being really clear with your managers um, about where the situation is just keeping them updated on how leads are going how sales are going and just really keeping them in the picture so that you've got a really nice like clear back and forth and um, mm. the more they are able to understand the situation and support you the more you're able to understand and, and support your team as well so it kind of goes both ways mm. i guess for some sales teams it doesn't matter how much you try and uh change the language or do repositioning that it, it may be that yeah things are going to be quiet in sales for a little while do you i, I imagine you need to reduce team goals a bit reduce the pressure or just keep things not like exactly as they are but try and reduce that pressure and reducing your your sales goals or do you kind of hope for the best <laughs> i think it depends on the industry um, so for us, we're not reducing our targets, and that's because we are um, actually helping businesses in slightly different sectors than we might normally. So we're finding, as we were saying, kind of the uplift in, in people in fitness particularly, but in a whole bunch of different industries that are looking for support right now. Mm. Um, I guess in other businesses it might be a bit different, but something I think is really valuable is just remembering that your team are not just salespeople. They have so many skills. There are so many skills that go into making a fantastic salesperson down to, you know, how well they can write, what their communication's like um, yeah. in a call. You know, there, there are lots of different angles that, that your salespeople are good at. Um, I mean, in our, in our case, they're kind of first and foremost actually just very good marketing consultants. And that has value in itself. So yeah. being able to look at where your business is at kind of a bit more broadly talk to other department managers and see whether there are things that your team can help with and support with. So um, in our case, it's been looking at whether we can support um, some of the other consultancy teams, looking at whether 
Um, our team can help with coming up with ideas or, or pitching or mm. there are lots of different places that they can add value and we have that a lot at Exposure Ninja where maybe someone has also worked in content marketing previously so perhaps mm. they can help advise on something. It kind of reminds me of this, um, this this period in, in football uh, from uh, the, the Dutch team like in the 70s or 80s I can't actually remember um, but it was called like total football where basically you could take a football player and move them to a different position in the pitch and then they could basically do that role fully so your striker could work in defense in defense and what have you we're really fortunate in that our ninjas pretty like you say they're quite flexible and that they do have a lot of skills they've picked up from being in different departments and you know there are people going into uh, content writing or project management or from project management into sales like yourself um yeah i think that's great but is there anything you can perhaps a sales manager can do to kind of help um the sales consultants to pick up some of those traits in this downtime yeah i mean um i guess there's a lot of work that can be done around training in this downtime for some businesses that might not be an option it kind of mm. depends um depends where you're at at the moment and the skill sets that you have on the team I think something that is really useful is just reminding yourself of um, what your team has done in the past it might be that you've got team members who are you know in our case they've they've been uh, marketing managers at rather large companies and have been running the whole show so they've got a whole bunch of relevant experience that means that they are able to to really offer that support elsewhere there's also kind of allowing them to upskill each other so just mm. being aware that in a, in a meeting, perhaps when you're really stressed and trying to do something else, it's a great time to be able to say, actually, I have this member of the team who is fantastic at this extra skill. Please, can you take the meeting today and, and share your knowledge with the team? And they get to kind of ask questions. And it's a really good way for them to be able to upskill without it being super time intensive for you as the manager yeah. or even for the team, really. That's a great idea. And how about um, like self-improvement for the manager themselves? I guess there's a lot of stress right now uh, trying to keep on, on top of uh, targets, budget, things like that. Um, again, we want to help managers, sales managers to reduce the strain on themselves a little. Is there anything they can do in terms of their own personal goals to reduce that strain? Yeah, definitely. I think um, it's actually really important. It's just as important, if not more, perhaps, what you do outside of work. Um, mm. Particularly in a time like this when you know you're only allowed outside once a day and when you do go outside you need to be really careful about where you go and not going too close to other people and there are all these new restrictions and, and different balances to kind of add in. Mm. Um, so there are some really important things I think like just making sure that you have a few hours a day which is not on a screen. It's very easy <laughs> to go from your laptop to your phone to the TV and you know miss all of that out totally so I think that yeah just making sure that you are still trying to exercise you're still giving yourself time away and if you're feeling stressed just take a minute like step away mm. from it it's actually an easier thing to deal with in a remote environment than it is in an office because you can just walk away for a minute and, and just take that time I think it's really important to just uh, kind of keep your own center so that when your team need that energy and that help from you you've you've to run on yeah i, I completely agree um yeah uh, i i find from having worked remote for a couple of years now that 
that ability to be able to just step away and take a breather is is i think part of the secret for for productivity really in the i know i'm not at my best i've been at, at it for a couple of hours and you know i've reached a point where my energy levels are low i need a timeout i need to go take a walk i need to have a shower i just whatever it is that kind of reinvigorates me i can't do that in an office <laughs> I, it's a, you know, I can't just like be like okay i'm gonna go have a shower now maybe in some offices you can but yeah definitely agree there that um kind of taking some time away even if if everyone is back in the, if you're listening to this and you are back in a um an office um workplace yeah take care of yourself and step away as much as you can to just kind of recenter yourself as Ali says and go at it again because just keep plowing at it is probably not going to help you and most certainly isn't going to help the the team that you're trying to to lead um so pretty much come to the end of this podcast now i've, I've really enjoyed myself i kind of I could see myself doing this more i don't know about you ali <laughs> <laughs> yeah i really enjoyed it <laughs> awesome right okay tim is out of here <laughs> it's just us from now on cool um so yeah again thank you very much uh, i really hope this is helpful for the uh sales managers who are listening to this and the marketing managers who are listening to this but also business owners who are thinking about okay well, what do i do about my sales or the the sales people that i i lead um again if you would like some help with your marketing, you can go to ExposureNinja.com forward slash review and we'll be able to give you a, a free website and marketing review. We'll outline what it is we believe you you can improve about your website or your marketing to increase your traffic or convert more of the traffic that you get. We'll give you that plan as a video. You can watch it through in your own time, give you an action plan. You can either choose to action that yourself or you know speak to us and we'll see how we can help in any way. And if you are transitioning to remote right now, go to ExposureNinja.com forward slash remote. You can uh, uh, request a uh, free remote working consultation. Um, again, if you were listening earlier, it, it's quite busy right now, but we do have some spaces open um, and more opening as we get through the requests. If you are transitioning, just go and go and apply there. The advice is great. The remote working coursework that Tim, Ali, the, the, the managers at Exposure Ninja put together, really really proud of them there's some great work in a very short period of time so yeah exposureninja.com forward slash remote go there and again thank you very much ali had a lot of fun thanks dale Well, I hope you enjoyed the podcast as much as I did. If you did, then please go to iTunes and leave us a rating on there. And don't forget to hit subscribe. Uh, you can leave us a rating on the podcast provider of your choice. Uh, you can also hit the like button if you're watching this on YouTube. Hit subscribe as well so you don't miss any future podcast episodes with Tim or maybe myself and Ali. And uh, if you do want to see myself, Ali, speaking on any particular subject, then please let us know in the comments. Just let us know uh, what you'd like to hear us speaking about, whether that's sales, strategy, marketing, anything we're, we're open to all. And don't forget you can get your free marketing review at ExposureNinja.com forward slash review.